Hello and welcome to the Cafe Hustle podcast and to this episode where I'm chatting to Mike Lender, CEO of the Well Coffee House in Nashville, Tennessee. Now, we are talking all about the well, really, and the purpose that they have, which is to deliver water to communities, whether it's locally to them or to places far off in Africa, etc., where they are basically directing some of the money that they generate through the business towards creating these schemes in other in other countries that helps people get access to water, which is is really really important, obviously. So this is all about what their mission is and really how that's developed and changed over their last ten years of operation. And and we're going to split this into two parts. And the second ta- second part of our episode is all going to be about how they put people at the center of everything they do and their approach to people, how they work with their communities around the stores and their approach to coffee as well. So that's all coming in the second part. But in the first part, we really touch on what their their mission is and their backstory. And yeah, so we're going to get into this episode after we get back from thanking our sponsors. Anyone who has tried to create a paper-based systems document for their cafe or coffee shop knows the pain of trying to get everything in order and keep it updated and share it with the team all at once. Train Your sorts this problem out with its really easy to use interface, online-based construction of your documents, and it's really easy to share with your team. Head over to thecafehustle.com forward slash trainual for 10% off your first 12 months and a seven-day free trial. So, Mike of Wellhouse Coffee, thank you very much for coming on the Cafe Hustle. How are you? Oh, I'm great. Thank you so much for inviting me to be a part of this. I'm so glad to be a part of the Cafe Hustle uh, this great day. Yeah. Well, like I said to you just before we started, I stumbled across your business and seen some of the amazing things you're doing, not just with your local community, but around the world. And and this is exactly what we talk about on the Cafe Hustle. These differences, certainly around community leadership and the people side of things as well which i know we'll get into as well you're into really hold that quite highly as well but so first of all we always start off with the person's purpose and the mission so talk us through what motivates you to deliver and to help your communities well you know when i think about my career over you know whether it's here at the well or previously and for other nonprofits or working even for starbucks it you know, or, and other brands and companies. It, I've always been drawn to uh, the marginalized people who have felt forgotten or overlooked. Um, and when I think about that, uh, the work that we get to do here at the well, you know, thinking about, you know, sure, we're serving customers with a cup of coffee, but there are so many people in the process that play a, a significant role in getting this coffee into the hands of our customers. And so, you know, I, I'm, I'm drawn by the stories of those who uh, allow us to do what we do uh, and those that are often overlooked or forgotten uh, or those that uh, may be marginalized in the process. Uh, and so uh, I'm thrilled to be uh, able to tell the stories of those along the way and um, elevate that and what we get to do. That's what drives me. It, it's the people behind uh, the products. It's the people behind uh, and then the stories that they carry on a, on a daily basis. That's what drives me. I think it's very easy to forget as consumers of coffee and even as business owners, yes, we're going through huge amounts of beans, but they've got to come from somewhere. And like you right. say, without having the people at the very beginning of that chain, producing the coffee 
And it's very, like I say, it's very easy to forget about that and everyone in between. Right. And, you know, as I'm sure you know and your listeners know, you know, uh, there's uh, we live in a upside down industry where we're driving the price and and, you know, as opposed to the producers driving the price and, and you know, the work that they're doing. And, um, you know, it's uh, easy to think uh, that we have control um, but we we forget uh, who you know the role that they play in it and you know, finding a way to elevate their voice in the process. So uh, you know we, uh, it's something that we try to do. Uh, it's hard to do, but it, uh, it's something we try to do for sure. So just talk me through your journey then before mm-hmm. starting guys, because it's ten years, isn't it, since you guys have been open? Right. But where mm-hmm. you mentioned a few of your previous career or your path before Wellhouse. So just talk us through what your journey was. Uh, so, you know, uh, you know, the, the journey to me feels like it makes sense in reverse. <laughs> and uh, you know, I know now working for uh, and leading a uh, coffee uh, retailer roaster that you know, we are um, uh, structured as a nonprofit organization. So we donate our profits to build water uh, projects in coffee growing regions. And prior to this, I was working for um, you know a couple different nonprofits, one that was doing water and HIV AIDS work in Africa. And it was during that time that I met the co-founders of The Well that they said, hey, we're trying to start this coffee shop uh, that wants to give back to water and, you know, to, and at, uh, you know, make a difference in the water crisis globally. And um, so, uh, you know, I thought, well, I, I'm working for an organization that does work with water. I had worked previously um, for nine years uh, for Starbucks here in the U.S. Uh, doing uh, operations as well as marketing um, uh, across the U.S. In, in various capacities. And uh, so because of those combinations, it kind of felt like, uh, oh, I, I see where this story is leading. Um, but then had previously worked in PR and marketing for a couple different uh, brands and companies. And, uh, and so I, you know, I feel like I'm at a place, uh, now in, uh, the story of the well, where we have the opportunity to amplify both the impact that we have here locally in our stores. Uh, we have, uh, six cafes, uh, five here in the Nashville area, uh, one in, uh, Indiana, um, as well, uh, as obviously online as a, a retail roaster. Uh, but, you know, being able to make that impact here uh, in our stores, but also through the impact of our purchasing, you know, we're, we're able to really see what that looks like. And coming from working in the nonprofit global development world, you know, I, I came in with the idea and understanding of, you know, what it means to do, uh, you know, localized global development is hard work. And so I approached a lot of our work with coffee the same way as we do uh, that I, I did on the water and trial development side is realizing that, you know, we're not the hero of the story. It's the local community that's the hero of the story. And so how can we empower them to uh, really own the, own the story of impact? You know, we're not the saviors. We're not coming in on our Tarzan rope to save the day. Uh, you know, uh, there are many times I've sat in communities and have said, why, why do they need me? Why do they need us? Uh, they're doing an amazing job. And sometimes it's just some of the resources or uh, you know, expertise or education that may be gaps that we get to fill. 
Um, but you know, the thing that I, I've, uh, you know, I've brought through my career is the ability to see the world around me, uh, whether it's here locally or globally, and uh, realize the um, implications or de- interdependencies that we have on each other. And like you say, it's having that you've matched up things that you've done in the past and now working to drive this forward. So in terms of mm-hmm. the actual mission and the purpose of the well, what just explain yeah. what it is beyond just having great coffee shops and providing great coffee. What is it you are trying to achieve as a company in terms mm-hmm. of your mission and your purpose? Well, you know, honestly, it all starts with great coffee. You know, nobody comes into any coffee shop and says, oh, they give back. Sorry, their coffee is gross. I guess I'll keep coming here. You know, it always starts with a great cup of coffee. So it has to start there. Um, But, you know, when we ask our customers, why do you come to us? They start with by saying, you know, we love your product. We love your coffee. We love the environment and the experience you have in your cafes. um, And we love your mission. And I really uh, like that order because, like I said, nobody is you know running around with sympathy money you know just to hand out They're, they make a choice with their dollars and they want to have a great cup of coffee um, and you know th- there's a lot of great coffee here in Nashville there's a lot of great coffee globally a lot of great shops doing great things um, but you know uh, it's really the the mission that drives uh, people to choose us and that's what we've had that we've you know the experience that they have in our stores. Uh, and that they know that their dollar goes further if they come to our store to make a difference. And you know, the way I like to say is we we love full circle. You know, it starts with uh, you know uh, finding ways to pay a fair price for the coffee. You know, as you know, and um, you know, as uh, you know, people who listen to the hustle know, you know, that you know, globally, the price of coffee is incredibly undervalued, and often it's the farmer that gets the short end of the stick. And so uh, we have the opportunity as best as we can to understand what is the right price to pay for this farm to the to this farmer. And we do some direct uh, for a shop like us, um, you know, paying direct for a volume of coffee is a pretty big cash outlay. And so that's tricky. Uh, but we also partner with um, importers that have the same values as we do. So that we know that they're already doing, uh, they're sourcing uh, great coffee with the same mission of wanting to take care of the communities and the farmers. So, you know, we, we start with evaluating what is the price that we're paying? Uh, you know, is it making an impact there locally? Are there social programs already happening that this coffee price will already be fueling? Um, and then, uh, you know, and then obviously uh, on the back end, taking our profits and uh, looking for uh, community-based water partners that are already working there in country uh, to um, source those communities with access to clean water. You know, globally, the water water uh, crisis continues to um, really plague uh, communities uh, primarily. You know, ironically, when I came uh, on board and started thinking about the strategy, many of the countries that struggle with access to water uh, the top 10 countries are also the top 10 country, c- countries that source us the world's greatest coffee. So shouldn't we be giving back to them? They're giving us their best with this great coffee. We should be giving back to them. And so, uh, you know, partnering with these local organizations uh, on the ground uh, to find communities that lack access to water 
it may be, uh, and it looks different in different places. Uh, you know, some it may be water in a community. Um, some may be actually on the coffee farm itself. We've we've helped um, some coffee farmers create uh, anaerobic fermentation tanks that, so that it can recycle their water that's running off the farm. And others, we've helped supply water at the washing station so that they can conserve water. Um, you know, it may look different in different communities because ultimately we want it to be, uh, it's, you know, we don't want to be uh, uh, led by our desire. We want it to be led by what they want to have happen in their community. Uh, and so, you know, we start with what is the need there and how do we best best meet it? And, you know, then how do we tell that story to our customers so that they can say, you know, essentially with each country from which we source coffee, we have a water partner in each country. Like right now I'm drinking a coffee from uh, Burundi uh, and we have a water partner in Burundi that is, is doing water projects. And so the ability to, for our baristas, for our customers to know uh, it goes full circle, uh, that's our hope. And did it start out that you were looking at helping globally or was it very much much closer to home at the very beginning of the, the well? Well, it uh, it always was a global desire, uh, and but it was also very reactive at first. At first, it was uh, we have profits. Uh, let's give it to you, and uh, and then we started creating this story of realizing, wow, you know, let let's be more proactive and holistic in our approach. You know, thankfully, also we do support some local organizations here in uh, the Nashville area. Uh, we have a couple, uh, you know, obviously. For me, I can think of you know five places within just a few feet where I can go get a cup of water. So the water need is different, but we partner with a couple organizations here in town. One called People Loving Nashville, uh, one called Shower Up. You know they provide showers to uh, people who are you know either homeless or struggling with access to um, you know simple hygiene and what dignity it provides somebody to to have the ability to have a clean set of clothes and a shower, uh, you know, so it's providing water in a very different way, but also meeting the needs of the, uh, the homeless, the marginalized here in, in our own community, as well as, you know, we've provided water in some of the, um, uh, the reservations here in the, the U.S. where, you know, some of the water needs on the Native American reservations are, you know, just as difficult as they are in uh, Southern Africa. And so, uh, you know, our hope is to, you know, meet the needs uh, that we that we see around us. And how do you as an organization decide how much you direct to these mm -hmm. causes? Obviously, I presume it'll be either on a percentage basis or do you do it on an application or stuff that you as an organization identify and direct however many funds or percentage of funds that you need to in that, how do you work it out? Uh, work work all that out. It, yeah, well, and I will tell you, like during the pandemic, it was tricky. You know that, that you know, no money, no mission. <laughs> you know, and so as many uh, shops like us, you know, uh, you know, it starts with you know having a profitable business. Uh, you know, and so uh, you know that's that's where it has to start. Uh, so you know, there have definitely been months, especially over the last couple of years, where it was tricky um to you know find you know how do we save money and um you know prioritize this but it's always been a priority even on days like in the u.s for 
uh, you know, uh, World Water Day, uh, when we, you know, globally spell, uh, celebrate, you know, the the uh, the water crisis, or you know, during the the holidays, we will dedicate a day not only to give our profits, but we'll give our sales uh, to to those uh, projects. Uh, you know, and so in many respects, what we will do is, um, you know, obviously we have to save some of our profits for the next grinder that breaks or the espresso machine that goes down, you know, we have to have a profitable business or we wouldn't be able to operate. Um, you know, we want to also pay um, our, our own baristas a living wage. You know, it can't say, oh, you know, great, the farmers have a living wage. Sorry, barista, you have to struggle. You know, we want to also make sure that we're creating a great work environment. So we obviously have to manage our own expenses. But then we set those funds aside in the reserve. And then, um, you know, as we are determining what coffees we are sourcing, you know, we have a vetted group of nonprofit organizations that we've talked to. And we keep tabs on to say, what is the need in these different communities? And uh, if we do contribute, what could that, um, uh, you know, what could that, uh, those dollars, what need could it meet? Uh, so, you know, I definitely have a list of needs a lot longer than we are able to contribute to. Uh, and uh, but at the same time, you know, there have even been some of our customers who have said, hey, you know, I'd love to give this money to a water project that you have. So in many of the cases, those become uh, just guided funds that we then pass on to uh, one of our uh, uh, nonprofit water partners so that we can help even you know further the impact that we're doing. So you know price of water projects range anywhere from $500 to $15,000. So you know uh, it takes a little while to save up for a $15,000 water project. It's like saving up for an espresso machine. But you know uh, but at the same time, you know uh, we know that a little bit can go a long way and in many of our communities $20 will provide access to somebody for clean water for uh, their lifetime. And so you know, uh, to think about how much we spent at, for for lunch today, uh, just that exchange of, of of providing access to somebody for uh, for clean water, um, you know, for us it's it's a it's worth prioritizing in our in our budgets for sure. And in terms of your customers, how how do they yeah. react to the the variety of things that you're doing? Is is there a a huge amount of support? Do they support additionally to just buying your products? Is it, you know, almost like you have tips? Do they contribute separately or is it purely just through support by buying coffee from you guys that they're supporting it that way? Uh, sometimes it's a little bit of both. Uh, you know, in most days they are, uh, you know, buying our coffee because they know it's going to go further. Uh, but on certain days we may have a, you know, an opportunity for them to you know, round up their purchase or add a few dollars for their purchase to um, make even a, a greater impact. So it varies from time to time as to how we do it. We, we uh, again, ultimately want people to come in and have a great experience. Nobody wants to be, um, you know, uh, you know, bothered every single time you check out to make more donations. Uh, so we want to make sure that we're also sensitive to our customers, that we're balancing between Hey, you're coming in for a great cup of coffee. I don't also want to market to you on top of that to ask for for more. You know, ultimately, we're, our hope is that the margins that we're creating in our product can make a difference. And then there's those key days where we're saying, hey, you know, for example, we just celebrated 10 year anniversary. You know, would you like to make a further impact by adding a, a couple dollars to your purchase today 
uh, to go straight toward a water project. And you know, we will find that our, that's one of the reasons our customers come in. They do want to make a difference. Uh, and, you know, it actually even fuels our, our baristas because, uh, you know, I had one barista say not that long ago on World Water Day, you know, she said, it feels like our, it's our birthday because it's a day that we can, you know, claim as our own and talk about that's why we do what we do. And it helps also to keep our baristas focused. It's, you know, if you've worked in a shop, you understand you spill stuff, you break stuff, you have angry customers. We still have angry customers, even though we're a mission of business. Uh, so it's, it's, it's still things we have to work through on a daily basis. But if we can pause and slow down and catch our breath and remember why we do what we do, uh, it makes those hard days way more manageable for sure. And you just touched on there with your baristas and any of your yeah. staff. How does having such a strong mission and a drive influence how they work on their day-to-day basis? Because obviously people listening to the Cafe Hustle will know I am I, I just talk all the time. Every I think most episodes I mention how important it is, no matter what size we are, to have our values, our mission, and our vision all set out. Because certainly even just from a leadership point of view, it helps generally. But right. how do you find in terms of your experience, how, what sort of, does it add motivation for your staff? It, it does. And I would say it adds motivation to me. You know, honestly, we have to remind ourselves of our mission regularly. And, uh, you know, if we think we've said it enough, we've not said it enough. And we need to, we even need to remind ourselves of going, why am I dealing with this right now? What what is the what is my why and what's motivating me on a daily basis just to even get up and and come in? Uh, and there were days definitely that you know even during the pandemic when you know I laid off seventy five of the seventy seven or seventy five of the seventy nine employees, and you know it was me, one of the co founders, and a couple of baristas that were just trying to struggle to make it work. And there were days that I hit levels of anxiety and panic attacks and. And I'm sure, you know, many people who are listening can identify with struggling through hard times like that. Uh, I had to remind myself of why do I do what we do? And when I would have customers even come in and say, you know, in tears saying that I miss the community that I had in this cafe. I miss the daily routine of coming into the cafe and seeing baristas. And, uh, you know, that helps remind me of you know, there's value in community. There's value in having our doors open. You know, I think so many of us uh, globally are growing in isolation and, you know, the value of community in a coffee shop is something that, um, you know, motivates us and motivates our customers. And that community then, uh, as you said, flourishes outside the four walls of our stores globally. And so uh, I need to remind myself of that on hard days. And I need to remind my, uh, staff and my leadership team. We just went through planning for the next year. And what we started was by, you know, watching stories of some of our coffee farmers and kind of the impact that, you know, the work that they do. And then also seeing videos from our water partners and and seeing some of the stories that we've been able to be a part of. We have to start there. And, you know, when we hire our staff, we ask them, why did you choose the well? And most of them say, I want to work at a place that's making an impact. I think people, we're seeing that, you know, they've talked about the, I don't know if they're still using the phrase, the great resignation, but that's really was happening a lot over the last couple of years where people were leaving places and going, I don't have to be stuck in a dead end job. I can be a part of something that's bigger than myself, that even in my, uh, the tasks that I'm doing on a daily basis, 
you know, if we're reminding them of the tasks you're doing are actually accomplishing something bigger, it, it makes it feel less mundane and daunting. So it's something that I need to be reminded of regularly. It's something that I need to remind them of. Uh, and like I said, what, the minute you feel you're, you've said it too many times, you probably haven't. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, it, it really needs to be repeated regularly. Well, you touched on there exactly the, the benefits of having such that strong, a, such a strong mission yeah. and purpose, because like you say, people want to be part of something and, Short of just being a worker in an office, uh, in a coffee shop, sorry, they need to be given that extra direction and see, like, just like you guys are doing, exactly what they're working for. And it's not just, not just delivering that great cup of coffee. There's so much more that goes on behind because that barista is producing that amazing cup of coffee for the customers. And it is something that is very easy to, overlook and something that we can do once even and then forget but like you say you have to keep going back to it making sure it's current making sure that you're reminded of of what you're working for what you said you were working towards and like you're keeping staff then that would ordinarily think i could earn the same money doing something easier in another industry and right this is all part of what we need to do as an industry overall not just individual coffee shops the whole industry from the very beginning to the end is to start increasing the purpose behind what we do because we need to make sure we're retaining these people these top quality people that are what deliver the experience to our customers right well and something that i'm seeing too and i don't know if you're seeing this too but sometimes we can attach ourselves to too many purposes and causes where it, it waters it down and uh, and then you're standing for nothing. And so I think it's also important to like stay true to your mission and stay true to your purpose. Uh, and you know I get approached often of like you know other causes or interests. And although there are many global worthy causes, you know I think if we stand for everything, we stand for nothing. And so we it's important to say you know um, you know what what is our purpose? What is our our mission or our cause? And hold true to that, and and then go deep, uh, rather than you know go go thin across the board. Uh, you know, I, I'd rather know that Eddie Sarmiento that we've been buying coffee from for the last six years. Uh, you know that we're going deep in in his life and his farm, uh, or you know the water projects that we're doing in these various countries that we're going deep in these communities uh, and uh, you know, uh, empowering them to make uh, an impact uh, in their communities rather than just ping-ponging um, from you know, various causes. Because that also confuses our customers as well as ourselves, because then you know, we're not communicating it, but then our customers are like, I thought you were about water and now you're about cats or so, <laughs> nothing wrong with cats, but you know, it's like, but that's not us. It's okay to say, this is our mission. And this is what we stand for. Yeah, and it's very—it's the same across. And people will be familiar with this, but it's the same across everything we do, or the majority right. of stuff we do, running our coffee shops. Customer target audience, for example, yes. is one of them. If you again, if you try and cater to everyone, you cater to no one. And it's the same. Yes. What you're saying there is is the same with your purpose. You have to have that one defined not watered down either but there's got to be that one thing that you're working towards and and everyone needs to then be on board with it
So we're going to leave part one of my chat with Mike there. But it's really great. Well, one of the big things that I picked up from this first part of the episode is that we can have this great mission and this purpose and be serving this greater need outside of what we do on a day-to-day basis. That is giving a great experience to our customers in our coffee shops. But what we can't forget is that that has to come first. The experience, the quality product that we provide in our coffee shops, that comes above our mission and our purpose. And like Mike said in that episode, no customer is coming to us because we are giving back to either a charity or have our own schemes and things that are going on that are helping our communities they come to us for our coffee and the product and that experience they get in the first instance so always keep that in mind like we can have this great purpose we can have this mission that we're we're working towards but we still have to create that amazing experience for our customers in the first instance so that they keep coming back and they keep providing the the income stream whether it's through directly through this buying our products or through donations we need that to continue so that we can deliver on these amazing these amazing purposes that we're setting up and and delivering to other people outside of that so yeah one thing to really always remember so don't forget to tune in for our next episode the second part with mike and we go all into the people their approach to their people and looking at how when they bring new people into their business it's not about getting them trained up to work on the coffee machines and the equipment and serving customers the first thing that their new hires do is all around getting them up to speed with their mission vision and values that's something we talk about a lot on the podcast so don't miss that episode coming on wednesday but until then thank you again for joining me on the cafe hustle